I'm stretched out like a great big river Wait on and let's swim together And lines are blurred, the infinity of choice Entering the temporal void
Live from Desolation Row slash Margaritaville, this is Play It By Year, the show where I, Duff Dixon, explore the history of popular music one year at a time. You just heard Sabali by Amadou and Mariam, released 2008. This is 2008 night on Play It By Year, and I am so so sorry, y'all. I am so sorry. Last week was embarrassing and inexcusable, and I'm sorry to any of y'all who listened in, and I'm especially sorry to any of y'all who called in. I am mortified, and and I guess especially, especially, I'm, I'm really sorry. Richard, if you're listening in tonight, can you please call into the show and get in touch with me? I, I, I just want to talk to you, man. And I guess I got, I want to talk to all of you. I guess I have like a story that I got to tell you now. And I've not, I'm, I'll be honest. I've not been looking forward to this, but I feel like I kind of owe it to you. So Monday day after the show, I, I rolled out of bed about one in the afternoon. I was sick from drink and I'm probably about as low in my heart as I've ever been in my life. And I already, I already kind of had in my head what I was planning on doing probably for about the last three million years or so. And I, and I guess that train wreck of an episode kind of pushed me right over the edge and I was starting to feel pretty resolute. So I called up a buddy of mine in the army. I asked if I could get a lift to death Valley because I don't know. I just, I guess I've always just kind of been stuck sort of drawn to the desert you know there's like ocean people and forest people and desert people i'm kind of, i guess i'm like a desert kind of guy so i hopped on a black hawk at the airfield here in roseburg and and we flew i guess it would have been about four hours we flew until we were up over the national park and i said uh so long and i thanked my pilot he was the first lieutenant i think his name was jimmy Really nice dude. Um, Anyway, I set off on foot. I had this old rucksack on, and there really wasn't much in it. I put like a liter of water and some almond butter and dried mangoes in there. I think I had my 160 gigabyte iPod Classic in there, and I had about, well, I guess I had about 40 foot of rope, and my intention was I was going to find a Joshua tree that looked sturdy enough, and I was going to string myself up on it which is hard to say it's you have to understand man when you just been alive it's not like i it's not like i was i'd be dying before my time that's what i kept telling myself well anyway anyway i kind of got lost in my thoughts and I, i i guess i couldn't really tell you how long it was i was actually walking but eventually out on the horizon, I saw a great big one, a great big Joshua tree on the horizon. I thought, all right, that's the one then. And, um, I started walking toward it, but after a minute, I realized there was somebody standing at the base of it. There was a feller standing underneath that tree. And he, and he was like, I couldn't see his face. Just, I could just kind of make out a silhouette and you know how it warps in the heat. But I could tell he was facing me kind of like, you know, in a, in a wide stance watching me. And I hollered out, who is that? Who's that? You know, I just kind of 
called out to him, but he was still too far away. So I, I kind of started jogging at him and I, eventually I got close enough to see his face and y'all, my heart stopped. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That man looking straight at me, standing up tall. It was Walt Winarski. It was my best friend. No tubes, no wires, eyes open, lugs, lungs breathing in air. I said, Walter, is this a mirage? Am I dead already? And, and, and he said, well, actually, Walt, do you want, do you remember what you said? You want to say what you said? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think I said, uh, I know what you've come to do here, uh, Duff Dixon, and I am authorized by uh, Project uh, Archangel in the CIA to stop you by any means necessary, don't you know? Y'all, it's him! It's Walt! It's really him! Ain't that crazy? He's here on my radio show. Walter Winarski is on Play It By Ear. It's 2020, and up is down, and black is white. Oh, oh, geez, oh, man, well... You don't have to build me up uh, too much there. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Okay, so uh, back to the story. I, uh, so I said, what in the heck is going on? I should have figured it out. I should have figured out what was going on, but I was in shock, y'all. So Walter had time-traveled to, to now, 2020, to come and stop me from doing what I was about to do because the supercomputer at Archangel had determined that my dying would potentially jeopardize their mission, jeopardize stopping the cataclysm. And so they authorized him. And I guess they sent Walt because they knew I would listen to him. Walt, how far how far into your shift are you right now? Oh, geez. Uh, I always got to think about this. Uh, so hold on. Uh, 78,623 years. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Incredible. This is the first time I've spoken to a 1,000 year old person who can just, or more, a person who can talk back to. I mean, I can't even tell you. So I said, Walt, I will stay my hand on one condition. I said, you got to spend the week here in 2020 and hang out with me. And then on Sunday, you got to come co host my radio show. And he was like, you got a radio show? What are you, Garrison Keeler? I said, no, nah, man, that guy sucks. I mean, I talk and stuff, but it's music too. And he said, what do you know about music? And I said, brother, I'm billions of years old. I finally got around to listening to music. And he said, no kidding. Oh man, who are your big five? And I, I'm sorry, this isn't really a story anymore. I'm just kind of babbling now. Oh, uh, I'm a little nervous to be on the mic and... <laughs> going out live and whatnot uh but honestly yeah i'm i know i was uh pretty relieved at the time because uh you know standing in the desert i was starting to get a uh, epic battle to the death vibes uh just based on how dramatic the scenery was i mean at that point the sun was setting and there were buzzards in uh, that tree uh so a week of piling around with uh duff was definitely a piece of cake by uh, Timestronaut mission standards, uh, don't you know? Man, it has been so much fun hanging out with you, dude, just talking records and football and, and oh, oh, you know, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah, it's been a uh, classic bro sesh. 
Yeah, it's been a mega bro sesh. It's like we haven't even missed a day, dude. Our souls, you and me, we're bonded together. And like this time we've had has just filled me up with so much joie de vivre and, and mended my heart, dude. And I'm here too. Yeah. Um, y'all remember Archie? The uh, Maybe you don't. He's the artificial intelligence companion that that every time Strenaut is given for their shift. Um, I mean, obviously, Walt is still uh, active duty time Strenaut, so, so Archie's going to be here, too, tonight. Thanks for having me on the show. I can't say I'm a fan of most human music. Due to my 75 gigahertz clock speed, any song that's longer than a single nanosecond tends to really drag for me. But nevertheless, it's great to be here. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Archie's kind of been the third week. Uh, well, you know, a third party to my reunion with Walt this week. Yeah, but uh, me and Archie are like uh, family at this point. So you know, anywhere I go, he's always uh, welcome. Right. Well, anyway, it's you know, it's been okay. Um, I mean, this version of Archie is from a point on the timeline before I did either of my shifts. So. Our, my history with Archie has not really been as much of a factor, which is a good thing. Oh, Duff, I hadn't even considered. Allow me to ping with my server over at, over at Archangel HQ and synchronize my memory with all of the experiences from your point on the timeline. No, 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 <laughs> no, no need for that, man. I'll, uh, it's much better this way. Just stay how you are, where you are, when you are. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I was busy pinging with my server over at Archangel to update my memory with all of my experiences from your point on the timeline. So you, uh, so you remember all that stuff between us now? No, it's several trillion years of data, so it will take approximately 45 minutes to upload. Ah, gotcha. Is there any way to cancel that upload? I'm afraid not, unless, of course, you were to destroy me with an electromagnetic pulse or destroy my physical server with a ballistic missile. But why would you do something like that? <laughs> anyway, 2008 night, let's get into the music. We got four incredible blocks of music from 2008 for y'all tonight. Walt, I'm going to kick up uh, tonight. I'm kicking the show off. With a pop rap segment. We're talking pop rap together at last. Oh, pop rap. Uh, is that like the uh, kind of like the uh, the Black Eyed Peas? You know, don't they have that song? You're, you're so two thousand. I'm so 2008. You're, you're so, so 2008. 2008. Yeah, it's not uh, entirely unlike what we're talking about. Well, I, I'm, I, I guess I'll confess, not the biggest Black Eyed Peas fan around, but that you're on the right track. I'm talking big hooks. I'm talking lots of singing and, and you know, memorable, clear vocals, nothing too off-putting thematically. Uh and I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. While I'm interested to see what you what you think about these tunes. Oh, it'll definitely bring me back to uh, you know I I'm a little bit younger than you, so 2008 was my uh, around my senior year of high school. So I heard a lot of this stuff at the dances, you know. So oh uh, man, yeah, you might back. you might be swept right away, right back to homecoming dance, my dude. Tonight that'd be something else. 
Pop Rap here on Play It By Year 2008 Night with Duff Dixon and Walt Winarski. And Archie. And Archie. Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look.
I just left your crib, but I'm about to make the block and come back. It's too hot over here. Matter of fact, police behind me right now and shit. I'm kinda bent. I'm glad I got tent. Damn, I hope they don't try to tow my shit. I should've chilled on all the Patron shots. See, I drink Crown Raw. That's my drink. No, I'm talking much, but nevertheless, I got to stay between the lines. Cause if I trip and I dip and if I swerve one more time, they gon' be on my ass. Like white on rice, like shit on grass. So I grab what I have and stash it. I got time for no harassment. Yeah, they got me. He tried to pull me out the car. I had to resist. He almost shot me, but I'm cool. He found a blunt. It wasn't burning, but he smelled it and he checked it. I had a warrant and he's texted, so I was cuffed and stuffed in the back of the car. He didn't report the cigar. I guess he thought I was a star, but we drove real far for about six hours. I really had to piss. My wrist no longer had power. Couldn't even take a shower. Surrounded by niggas. I only be there a couple of hours, I figured. As far as the weed, I think he kept it and he smoked it, but he got me on a DUI. And I'm on some broke shit, so I'ma need you to go down to the bell bars and, you know, try to come up with a few funds and hurry up and run out here and get me a pot this way. Hello?
year 2008 night you just heard begging by madcom before that i'm so high by grind mode and uh, i can't make it home by devin the dude and we started that block off with good day by nappy roots some very good tunes if i do say so myself i don't i don't know why i, I if okay boy i'm just can't wait for that uh yeah, dude. Walt, any thoughts? Good block, right? 
Great block. Oh, you know what, y'all? My apologies. I don't think your audio was just going on. I think it was just me. But, hey, I'll recap you. Archie said that his memory recovery was at 33%. Uh, and then Walt said that it reminded him of dancing with, with people in high school. Am I, is that fair? Did I did, Was I correct on that, y'all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yes, I'm not really a professional here. My memory is now at... 35% completion. Okay, thank you for that update, Archie. I appreciate it. Uh, listen, this is a rinky-dink operation. I'm not a professional, and yet, I w listen, this is precious time I have with my best friend while he's here in the present to hang out with me. But when you have a guest like I have tonight, you make time for that guest and i i'm talking about a feller you know him from love on netflix you know him as a founding member of the birthday boy sketch comedy group on ifc and just from performing around uh i if you're like me you fell in love with this feller through the Doughboys podcast where they rate and review chain restaurants please welcome to the show mike mitchell What's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for I, having me. It's crazy to have you on this little weird-ass show that I make. Man, it's amazing to have you on. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's, that song didn't remind me of my prom anyway, so I, so I disagree. It was, uh, my, my, I, maybe I'm too old. My, my, my prom, uh, it, was, it was early 2000s music I had uh, going on. Oh, sure, prom, so. sure. When you think pop rap, mm -hmm. you probably think like Outkast, for example. Oh, that's good. Yeah, sorry, Miss Jackson is probably playing at some point. I'm sure. Never meant probably... to make your mama cry, as the as the, yeah. the the lyric goes. I Doughboys Mike is such a good show, and there's so much to love about it. I think my favorite thing about it is that it kind of forces people to think critically about a kind of food that you're kind of not supposed to think about at all. You're just supposed to shovel it in. <laughs> you know like yeah it's not not that it's all garbage or that there that there's not good stuff in there but it's just like really sitting down and thinking like you know what does this quesarito taste like maybe not what what yum brands are intending for us to do i got a question for you and i want you to think critically about chain restaurant food in order to answer this question Mike, Please, let's, I will. let's say that you have become the president of the united states of america uh, and wow. the winning team team of the National College Football Championship is on its way to the White House to meet you. And you have, in the banquet hall, you have five silver platters, and you may fill each of those platters <laughs> with a different fast food menu item. What's going on them platters, Mike? So I have five platters, you said? Five platters, five platters. And I can put a different item on each platter correct all right so so basically this is this is fucked up but i i got i i don't like them but i do got maybe the only thing that trump did well is put is serving big macs to those those college college football players or whatever they were hey even those a broken kids. clock as they say is is correct once a week mike i i want <laughs> to cut in i i gotta say i i love the passion i'd like you to to cool it on the blue language we try to have a family friendly show here mike oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry yes no right. of course you didn't uh, know how would you know when we're off the air and we're talking it's 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 you know casual parlance but on here you know 
keep it keep it handy for the kids. Not too handy. You can I'll talk about uh, douchebag or giving handies if you wanted to, but you know, keep it like late night NBC. I got it. You want it to be uh, okay. Late night NBC is a good way to think of it. So not not really blue. Yeah. Kind of so a stop being when funny mix, immediately. Right? <laughs> when, when you. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Big Mac. What else? When you when, when you mix when you mix red and blue, is that purple? I'll be a little purple. I'll be, yeah, I'll, be a little I'll purple. Be a little purple. Um, all right, that goes on there. We got Big Macs on there. Also, I got to add the best fast food fries in the game on there. And you're wondering what are these best fast food fries? It's simple. It's still McDonald's. Those are still just the best fast food fries. Yeah, you got to get like um, a so you got to get like a chafing dish situation there because as soon as they cool off, it's all over. Mhm, mhm. I agree. You 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 got to keep them warm. They have to be warm. And as president, I think I should have that power. There should oh, be yeah. some you'll way have, where I... you'll have all kinds of technology at your disposal, Mike. <laughs> yeah, so, probably some area like yeah, the you know, area fifty one sort of. There, there'll be there'll be like some sort of tech, some sort of tech that can keep the fries warm. Sure, electromagnets. Uh, so uh, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 use that tech to keep the the fries warm, and then. Look, I gotta go spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. I knew it. I knew that um, was gonna be on your heat ranking, man. I knew it. It's gonna make. It's just. It's gonna make one of the platters. It's just. It's gotta be on one of the platters, right? Who are we kidding? It's. It's. It, it gets a platter. But guess what? That's not the only chicken sandwich that's going on there. The Popeyes chicken sandwich is going on another platter. So, oh right man, now got, yeah, that so that to, that coveted to, thing. Imagine you walk in a whole platter full of them. You don't gotta. You don't got to throw a battery at the cashier and go on World Star to get one of them sandwiches. Very exciting. <laughs> Though that is also a fun way to get them. It's fun to see people. It's fun to see people murder each other over the the the. the uh, well, maybe as sandwich. president, you can elect to climb over that table and try to fight a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I, I that. I, I don't want to fight a linebacker, but I will say. Maybe like the funniest video of someone killing someone for a Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. Like they get to be my chief of staff or something like that. I don't know. Though we'll make, we'll make some contest out of it. <laughs> sure, sure. You definitely go viral. You oh for sure. You're definitely going viral. With that. All right, we, got, finally, we got two chicken sandwiches. We got a Big Mac. We got McDonald's French fries. You got one more platter, man. What you putting on it? Guess what? This is this is a curveball because you're thinking, what is he going to choose? He's going to choose nuggets or the new. You know, McNuggets or Wendy's Nuggets or spicy chicken nuggets, the new McDonald's ones or the spicy ones from Wendy. Or is he going to go with like a more classic burger over the Big Mac? Um, none of those. I'm going to go with McDonald's, Coca-Cola, a bunch of them on a platter. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, bunch, oh bunch so large, good. That is, a, that is a Cokes. galaxy brain idea, man. You blew my mind with that. <laughs> oh. There you go. A bunch of large Cokes from McDonald's ice. Also, I'm going to use like whatever you know that same device. Going to put it in reverse, keep those cokes cold, keep the ice cubes not melted. So, man, that would be um, so, this yeah. is a feast. This is a presidential feast. I got to say. Oh hell yeah! No, I think I think that this is this is something that I kind of maybe I'll make this myself. Uh, I got you know what I got it. There's there's a little uh, it's 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 like a they actually the the locations are basically make a triforce in Quincy where I am right now. Oh man. Hometown. You're yeah, like there's, the, there's you're a, like the princess of Hyrule sitting in the middle of that triforce. It is, it is to, to McDonald's, 
a Popeyes and a Wendy's all right, like within, you can throw a rock. Not that I would want you to, but you can throw a rock at each of them like, if you stand in one spot. So that's what I, that, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I think I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. The, there's I'm gonna, a, I'm going to make that meal. I think that, that there's something to the whole, like, you know, manifest, what do they call that? The, the, the message or the secret, the secret. You know, you got to manifest mm-hmm. it if you want it. If you eat all that food tonight, there's a chance you might become president. The election hasn't I happened just, yet. I was, I was just thinking that. I mean, the election is just a few weeks away. What you know? Who who knows that a lot of people just won't write my name in after hearing this. Hey, if you're if you were one of these heckling jekylls who was planning on writing in Kanye West. Forget that. Mm-hmm. Right in, in Mike Mitchell. This guy's going to feed these college football players right. I 100% will. Uh, I, wanted to, I want to bring something up. You're, you're, I guess, I, would, you des- would you describe yourself as a proud cat dad? Is that a way that you would talk about yourself? I would say I'm a proud cat dad for sure, yes. Yeah, I got my cat Wally and my cat Irma. Uh, they're brother and sister. They're internet legends. Much. They're internet legends. They're like the, they're who are they like? Legends. They're like the the double rainbow guy at this point. You know, they they they're around. Rest in peace to to rainbow the, to the double rainbow man. I think he, right. He's passed away. Correct? I think I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I think, so rest in peace to the double rainbow guy, and and I'm sad to say that they have taken his spot. They are they're they're <laughs> number they're they're number one now. <laughs> They've beaten out. Uh, they've beaten out. Chocolate rain. I feel like. I feel like they've beaten. Oh, Tay Zonday's out the window. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, there's a few. I've seen. I've seen them on. Clubs have taken out. I've seen Wally and Irma on social media before, and I have a vague idea of what they look like. Um, but I thought mm-hmm. I would read you something. This is from the Vancouver, BC Craigslist page. This is a user who uh, did never register to get a name, but they posted this ad and variations of it over a dozen times throughout the months of uh, April and May of this year. I want to read you this ad. I want to read you this ad and just get your, your reaction to it as a proud cat dad, if that's all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let me do it justice. Wanted kitten desperately wanted. And then like eight exclamation marks. Please help in my search as I am seriously looking for a two to three month old domestic short hair kitten, male or female, black tuxedo with an all black face and nose, not blue eyes. This special kitten will be given the utmost love, care and attention, which includes lots of play, cuddles and kisses. I can also provide a reference letter from my vet as a responsible pet owner. Thanks so much for your time. What vibe does that copy give when I read that to you? That to me, it's a worrisome vibe. I, I feel like I feel like there's something more going on that maybe I don't want to know about, and I fear for for that kitten, whoever that kitten is that eventually falls into this person's hands. Because I don't know if there's like I don't know if there's some kitten lust going on. Yeah, why is the aesthetic the so particular? All black it face, is, no blue eyes. It's it is, and here's a deal. I got I got to say this. Wally and Irma, they had blue eyes when they were kittens, and then their eyes turned green. That's like a very normal thing to happen. With See, this idiot doesn't even know what they're asking for. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I don't. 
don't know. I, I don't know if they if they want to eat the cat or, or or make love to it. It's it's very it's very. <laughs> it seems like it's got to be one or the other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if you're ever something, in the Vancouver BC area, Mac, and you're bringing Wally and Irma along, don't take don't go walking them through Gastown because this person this psychopath is going to see them. Oh yeah, no God, no way. They're they're look. If anyone ever tried to take my son, I I would I would go Liam Neeson on him, and I and and uh, and I don't mean that I would uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't get racist or whatever happened with Liam Neeson. I'm saying that I would <laughs> hunt him down like that movie. I've I completely forgotten that he had a moment of of being canceled on Twitter as well. Yeah, I kind I vaguely remember it. Here's what I do remember is an incredible television show on the Netflix streaming service called Love. Uh, mm-hmm. Love that show. Love you on that show. My favorite episode of that show is the the Palm Springs Getaway. Uh, and I, I think, oh, my, thank you so much. I think my favorite moment in that episode is when your character, Randy, he sings along to no scrubs by TLC and it kind of like, you know, it kind of melts everybody's hearts with his, with his beautiful singing voice. There's, just, <laughs> there's something about that moment that I find so, so kind of winning. Um, so it got me thinking, all right, let's mm-hmm. pretend that Netflix decided to throw a little bit of extra marketing money behind love. And they decided they were going to put out an album of covers performed by mm-hmm. your character. All right. They're going to put it out wow. on, okay. you know, Apple, Apple music and, and Spotify and whatnot. Maybe they'd call it Randy sings the hits. Maybe they call it mm-hmm. Randy's love songs. I don't know. I'm not, I love it. You know, but what are what are a couple of classic tunes you think that Randy might really nail on that record? Okay, a couple of classic tunes that Randy would nail. All right, mm, this is this is a tricky one. I think that I think Randy would nail "Someone Saved My Life Tonight." Nail John. I think that he would. I think he could not. Oh that wow! Yeah, that's that's good power yeah. behind that. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's. I think that's a big one. I think. I, 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 hmm. Do you know Gordon Lightfoot at all? Yeah, of course, Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. I, I think that Randy could do a, a pretty, a pretty decent uh, version of uh, "If You Could Read My Mind" by Gordon. Oh, Lightfoot. can you? Oh, this is so gauche of me to ask, but can you just give me like, just give me a bar, just give me a bar of, of, of "You Could Read okay, My Mind." Okay, I love okay, it. All right, all right, all right. Hold, oh God. Uh, <clears throat> okay. It, all right, I'm gonna do it. One second. I know you haven't had uh, time to warm up, and we're all we're all very you know loving and accepting. Uh, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <clears throat> if you could read my mind, love, what a tale my thoughts could tell. Just like an old-time movie about a ghost from a wishing well. <gasps> oh, my God. So oh, I was going to keep going. Not a dry eye. Not a dry eye. Oh, no. It's so good. Beautiful. Just, just like an old-time movie, really, if you think about it. <laughs> Also, hey, this is exciting. You got you got me. a major this is a turning point in your career, Mike Mitchell, because you have a major role in like an upcoming big budget summer blockbuster sci-fi action movie called The Tomorrow War. That's right. Yeah, the movie gods wouldn't even let allow it to be released. Yeah, it was supposed of, to come uh, out they, like a Christmas release, right? 
It was supposed to be a Christmas release. They struck the world with COVID instead of letting me be in a big action blockbuster movie. <laughs> but now, but you know what? Screw Christmas because now you're in Jaws territory, man. Now you're coming yeah. out in the summer where you yeah, belong. And, you know and I know it's got uh, Chris Pratt in it. It's got Betty Gilpin in it. It's got J.K. Simmons. Huge cast. Huge cast. It's gonna be. It's. I'm, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for people to see it. Well, you know, know based on my own experience as a time traveler, I worked for the CIA, Mike, and and the premise of this is very intriguing to me. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is like humanity is in this war against an alien invasion, and then scientists figured out a way to, to bring soldiers from like past wars into the present to join in on the battle. Kind of like in like Norse mythology, how the Valkyries would gather the souls of the bravest warriors from all the wars and bring them to Valhalla to become like <laughs> on Harriar in, in Odin's holy army. That's my understanding of what's going on there. You're really close, and I don't know how much I can even say about what is it, it, it is about, but there is a, yes, there is some form of, of time of time travel is involved in some way yes what can you say so about that, your character can you give me a name can i hear your character's name my character's name is colin nice. i guess i guess i can't i guess I, I i don't get to know yet right if he's a time traveler or if he's from now or whatever right yeah yeah i, I probably can't say but he's uh You'll see. He's a, he's 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 a special guy. I'll say that much. He's, okay, uh, that's exciting. Did yeah, you ever get to do? Uh, did you get to do any like classic, uh, you know, like gritty war movie lines? Like, did you get to do like a move, 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 or like a fire in the hole? Did you get to do any of those? Oh, for sure. You know, like we uh, we did training for for a full week where we 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 basically did like military and combat training where we. Learned how to to uh, to fire some firearms and and you know moving a line and and all that sort of stuff and uh, you know like uh, moving groups and it was it was it was wild it was it was a lot of fun and also very tiring I I uh, it, it felt very much like double sessions uh, from back when I played football and I could barely get through those when I was sixteen and now I'm way more out of shape and chubbier so it was not easy. But, yeah, you uh, got to no, find the eye of the tiger. Got to reach deep inside your well of adrenaline as an actor. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, you know, my, my character, he, he is, I think I could say that he's like a little bit, uh, he's maybe a little cowardly in some ways, but, but, uh, but it's going to hopefully, hopefully people like him. I'm, I'm excited for people to see him. I can't wait, man. Hey, what if you got a hold of this technology? Let's say there is, I mean, you can't confirm anything to me, but let's say you got a piece of technology. You can use it to bring you know, people from the past forward into the present and you're going to wow. use it to put a guest on an episode of Doughboys. So wow. who, who would you choose from the past? And then where would you take them? Are you going to get, are you going to get Harriet Tubman and bring her to IHOP? It feels like y'all are always going to IHOP. Well, now I feel like I got to get Harriet Tubman. I feel like that's too, like, a. Uh... there's a lot of great people I should, uh, I should, I should go and grab and bring, but I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. As far as who, well, one here, here's here's a, a slight tear jerkery answer is that my dad passed away about eight years ago, so maybe I would bring him. That's so sweet. That's know, an what an amazing heartfelt answer that is. Where would you take him? 
Uh, you know, for as far as where he he would be mad at me for eating fast food, so maybe I just have him on and we could talk about that. But um, <laughs> you know, with my dad, maybe my dad is McDonald's worthy because we haven't reviewed McDonald's. Oh, the- save it! Yeah, that'd be a perfect way to finally break the the McDonald's, uh, whatever you want to call it, the the yeah. delay of yeah. gratification on the McDonald's episode because you have your time traveling father. That'd be incredible. That would rule. And then also to give a non tear jerky answer, but also a, a real answer, it would be fun to I would, the the man Chris Farley would be uh, the guy oh. who, who obviously loved food would would be a fun guy to uh, to have on the pod. One of the funniest funniest people ever. And, and you could uh, be like you know, layoff man. I'm starving. Like in that sketch with the fries. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then in so we- doing, you'd be like the Chris Farley sketch where he just tells people what they did in their, you know, remember when you did, you were in passion of the Christ, that kind of thing. <laughs> I probably would act the same exact way. And also, you know what? I, I, I've said this before, but if my buddy Harris was around, we probably would have, we would probably would have had Harris do McDonald's. So oh, Harris, a what, of- a, what I think about the absence of Harris Whittles from this world, probably every week. Oh man. Oh God. I'm so sad. That, uh, I mean, I'm sad he's gone more than anything, but I, I, it would have been so fun to have him on the podcast. Just one of my best buddies in Los Angeles and, and, uh, and one of the funniest guys on earth. It would have been so fun to, I was lucky enough to get to perform with him uh, a bunch and, and I, and I love him and miss him. So that's, that's, those are, those are, those are three, uh, three, three, honestly, three heartfelt. Cause I, I love Farley too. I never met him, but man, that guy is just the funniest. What so. a season that would be. What a season you uh, get. Your oh, dad, God, Harris yeah. Whittles and Chris Farley, who can forget it? <laughs> hey, Mike, you know, season, we actually season, have season six, season six of Doughboys. <laughs> hey, Mike, you know, we actually have this extremely powerful supercomputer here. His name's Archie. Archie, you want to say hi? Archie, you there, Archie? I am. Yes. Hello, Mike. Hi, how you hey, doing, Archie, man? How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank Archie's very a very powerful supercomputer, uh, Mike. And uh, and if you want, he can actually give you a little glimpse into your future. He can't actually see into the future, but what he does is he runs like this extremely complex situation, uh, like a simulation of your future based on his like vast knowledge of your past and and whatnot and it's up to they say it's up to 81 percent accurate you want them to give you a little glimpse of what's on the pipeline for mike mitchell yeah i'm afraid it's going to be a tombstone but i I would love to hear it oh i'm uh, sure it's not i'm sure it's not going to be anything like that okay archie give me a rundown of notable events in the future of subject actor and comedian mike mitchell okay At the end of 2021, he dies painfully along with all life on Earth during the Cataclysm. Oh, shoot. That's my bad. That's my... Mike, sorry. That's my bad. The Cataclysm is the thing that we're trying to stop that's (laughs) going to happen at the end of 2021 that kind of, like, extincts... It extinguishes all life on Earth. But we're working on stopping that. Uh, I should have... That's dumb that I... uh, uh, Archie, can you give me a simulation for what happens to Mike... If if Project Archangel is a success and we stop the cataclysm, there we go. Sure thing, Duff. At the beginning of 2022, a freak accident occurs at Universal Studios Hollywood, and Mr. Mitchell is crushed and killed when the giant animatronic T-Rex falls on him during Jurassic Park, the ride. You know what? 
there's no better way to go out, honestly. Mike, I, this is not I exactly do, what I was playing. There's a first of all, Mike, pretty big margin of error. I'm sure. First of all, this is probably just a miscalculation, and then Archie. Can you just try giving me one more simulation allowing for no cataclysm and also no uh, uh, T-Rex incident? Got it. In late 2022, when vacationing in Hawaii, Mr. Mitchell is vaporized after falling into a volcano. Okay, this this one, uh, I guess, you know, I'd rather get crushed by the T-Rex because I get to enjoy the ride before uh you know i get crushed by the t-rex and uh, in 2021 the other one where I, the all life died with me that seems kind of fun more fun just this one seems like the worst one i i feel like maybe i could just stay away from volcanoes though right and 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 oh you know what maybe it's a joe versus the volcano thing and uh, uh, uh people need me to jump into the volcano and and if that's the way it is then i'm I'll, just then i'm I'll embarrassed it, that this know? is what's happening mike this is just not at all what i i some people have accused me of, of not knowing when to hold him and when to fold him, and I know that this has been pretty grim so far, but if it would, if it's okay with you, can I just try one more time and see if we can get something good on this? Oh, for sure, yeah. Let's try it again. Okay, one more, one more, all right. Archie, can you run one more simulation for Mike? No cataclysm, no T-Rex, no volcano. Absolutely. In early 2023, Mr. Mitchell wins a Webby Award for the Doughboys podcast. Oh, cool! Wow, a Webby, Mike. Can I be? Can look I, can at I you, Webby Rewi Award winner. Can I? Can I be? Can I be real with you for a second? Yeah, I ca- I kind of prefer the one where I get crushed by the T Rex. <laughs> oh man! That's- and then. While collecting the award, he's struck by an incredibly rare ball lightning and explodes. Wow. All right. Okay. I'm kind of back on board with this. Well, I mean, look, Mike, like I said, 81% accurate. So we're not talking. This, this ain't sure. This ain't written in the stars necessarily. Well, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. I, I can avoid going to a place with a volcano. I, I can't avoid 2021. So if that happens, we're, we're all we're all we're all done for. I can. Av- it's going to be hard to avoid going on the Jurassic Park ride. I mean, God, they got other good the rides Earth. there. You could do the Simpsons ride. What else they got? That's right. I could go on the Mummy ride. I think the Mummy ride still exists. I'll, I'll do. I'll do something else besides it. I can tell you this. I can definitely avoid going to the Webby Awards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike, your odds of avoiding the Webby Awards are 1 in 800,420. Oh, sounds wow. like you're going to those Webby Awards, dude. Damn. Sounds like Weiger is going to talk you into it, probably. Nick Weiger, your Doughboys co-host. You know, I'm saying it right now. and No way I show up at the Webby Awards, and then the, the nomination comes. I'm like, I'm in. I'm going. You know what I mean? I guess it just... Once, once, you, once you see that your name's on the card, you want to... You want to take part. You want it. You want. You want all the accolades. You know what I mean. That's that makes me sick. I'm sick of myself. I deserve to die if I go. <laughs> Via ball lightning. That's gonna be brutal, man. Exploding. That'll be probably the most memorable moment in Webby Awards history, though. At least you're definitely in the highlight reel forever. And you know what? If like if I'm exploding and you know spraying all over these fucking foolish Webby <laughs> Award attendees. <laughs> then maybe in some way it was worth it. You know what I mean? 
Listen, Mike, you've got a heart of gold and a mouth of blue. i got to remind you, please, no F-bombs on the show. However, you've been one of the greatest guests we ever had on the show, and I thank you so much for your time and just just classing up the joint, making me look look, look legit as heck coming on Play It By Year. Uh, come yeah, back anytime, obviously. Anytime you feel like gracing us with your presence. Of course, did I did I drop the f bomb at all? Did I did I say it? I think you did. Maybe oh. I missed. I thought you did. But hey, you know what? Oh man, I'm man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I I deserve this lightning lightning ball that's coming my way. Listen, the past is the past. The future is the future. I hope you make it to that Webby Award ceremony. Maybe just sit on your hands, you know, in protest, like when they gave that dude who blacklisted people an Oscar instead of going up to collect it, and you'll avoid being struck by ball lightning, and whoever is presenting your award will be struck instead. Maybe it'll be PewDiePie. You could do us a favor. <laughs> take out PewDiePie. Uh, I'm, right, I'm going to move for, back for, into the music now, go. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming up next, we got a new disco block. New disco. Walt, do you know what I'm talking about when I say new disco? Oh, yeah. You got stuff like, uh, like you know, uh, Hercules and Love Affair. And, you oh, know, it's, it's sort of like on a... The head, nail on the head, uh, Hercules and Love Affair, man. You know what I've never figured out? Is new disco, like, its own distinct thing, or is it just a revival movement? I still don't know, even after we go through this music. Mike Mitchell, thank you again so much for coming on the show here on 2008 Night. Play it by year with Walt Wynarski, Duff Dixon, Mike Mitchell. Thanks, guys. And Archie. Oh, yeah, Archie's here, too. Sorry about that.
Try
New Disco Block 2008 Night. Play it by year. You just heard Wow by Kylie Minogue before that. Entropy Reigns in the Celestial City by Kelly Pilar and Whispers by Aeroplane. We start off that block with Hercules Theme by Hercules and Love Affair. And let's see here. Um, it feels like we've gone about two weeks without lost chapters in history. The segment that I tend to do at the top of this show, since we have another Timestronaut here in the building tonight, Walt, do you want to do lost chapters of history for 2008? Uh, I, yeah, sure. I, I can, uh, Duff, but what I don't, I don't know what what this segment is. What? Oh, tell so, me what yeah, this sorry, is? sorry. Uh, it's just it's just events of interest that are not on the official history book. So, like stuff you know from 2008 because of your security clearance that like the common feller wouldn't know about necessarily. You know, just something interesting from the from the tidbits, the annals, if you will. Archie's oh. memory recovery is at 68% completion. Great, Archie, keep it up. Can't wait for that uh, for that memory recovery operation. Sorry, Walt. Uh, no. You were saying you got something for 2008? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just thought of this. Uh, so, you know, in uh, 2008, a uh, group of scientists were given permission to uh, ex- excavate uh, samples at Stonehenge. Uh, the prehistoric stone monument in in uh, England. Oh yeah, big and, stones on a hill. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and they discovered that it was actually 500 years older uh, than uh, previously believed, making it uh, at least 3,000 uh, years old. Mm. <laughs> but uh, what they didn't publish was that uh, they also found another giant stone slab uh, buried underground in the middle of the circle, and uh, this one. Uh, had eyes and a mouth like a uh, a womp from uh, Womp's Fortress in the Mario sixty four. Don't you know? Oh and yeah, Womp Womp's got like he's got like an angry mouth and angry eyes, and you gotta like oh, knock him over oh, and then jump on the band aids on his back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So so they asked him. Uh, they they said, hey, uh, what is this place? And the the stone slab said, uh, well, uh, we were shooting a group scene for an erotic uh, adult movie, and all the other dudes. Uh, circled up around me to get into the uh, position for the uh, big finish. Uh, but just then, some humans showed up and uh, we froze. And uh, ever since, uh, we've been standing here waiting for you guys to uh, leave. So we uh, uh, leave us alone uh, so we can wrap up this thing uh, up and uh, get paid. So uh, that's uh, that's what Stonehenge is. Huh. I, I guess I, I did. I missed that myself. It's a lot grosser than what I was expecting Stonehenge to be. But nevertheless, thanks for that lost chapter in history. We got a guest coming on the show again. Feels like a real talk show tonight. I'm not just taking calls. I got guests all night, right? Uh, but this next guest, uh, y'all might know him. He's been on the show before. Please welcome to Play It By Ear, Doctor Who. Hey, Duff. Welcome. Well, uh, thanks for welcoming me back on the show. Of course, you reached out to me, said you, you wanted to talk about something. Uh, if if y'all might not remember, it's been a few weeks since Doctor Who was on. Um, I When I was on my first shift, I ended up doing something, we're still not sure what, that uh, indirectly resulted in the destruction of his home world and the extinction of, uh, of his race. And so 
you know, it's a little bit. We're just trying to get kind of in front of that and see what we can do. Are there any big developments on on uh, the restoration of your home world and your people? Uh, uh, you, you know, I've actually, I've, funny you even bring that up because I've actually put it all behind me. Uh, I, I haven't been thinking about that at all recently anymore. In fact, wow, I've been that's... focusing all of my energy these days to uh, to launching my new music career. You're uh, so you're okay. Well, hey, that's I was not expecting to hear that. I do. I guess I, I guess I didn't even know that you were kind of an artist or had the soul of an artist like that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a rapper now. In fact, I uh, I must insist that you refer to me exclusively from this point forward by my new rap name. Okay, what's that name? What should I call you? Uh, Lil Who. Lil, sorry, say it again. Lil. Lil Who. Lil like, Who. Lil Dr. Who. That like makes Lil sense. Wayne. Lil Who. Yeah. You were Doctor Who. Now you're Lil Who. So I thought I'd get one too. Okay. I so so I guess I didn't even know you were interested in music at all. Who are who are like your influences that got you into the music game? Well, I both rap and produce, so I would obviously have to name like artists like Kanye West oh, and sure. Dr. Gray as big inspirations. But while recording my first album, I was actually very obsessed with the uh, with the natural songs of the Archelian whales from the planet Totamagos, which I would say were my primary influences when shaping the melodies on the record. So just like whale song, just, mm-hmm. just whale like Adrian Bellow, you know? Oh yeah, okay. The the we're talking about crazy guitar uh whale song (laughs) yeah yeah okay uh well i guess it makes sense that you've become an artist i suppose because you have a lot of pain in your heart from uh losing all your friends and family and stuff is that is that grief that you feel from from you know losing so many people is that something that you try to channel into your music or process through your music uh you know, maybe it'd be a better idea for me to just like play you a song for the record. Do you want to hear like the first single? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got a title for this thing? Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, You'll Pay, You'll Pay, All of You Bastards Are Going to Pay. Okay, that, that all right. Let me give you, let me do like a real, I want to do a proper like a musical guest on a talk show intro to, to talk you on, okay? So right, here I'll to perform. Set up, set up my stuff. Here to perform, you'll pay, you'll pay, all of you bastards will pay, is Lil Who. Take it away, Lil Who. All right, here we go. Let's see if this works. Huh, that's good, right? Yeah, right, I like here we go. It. Well, not so fast, what Doctor the? Who. Oh, great. It's Doctor Who. That's right, Doctor Who. And I'm here to stop your evil scheme. I should have known that the only one capable of thwarting my evil plans would be myself. Yes, you should have. Now, do you have any last words before I disintegrate you with this ray gun? I mean, no. Sorry if you're well, that takes listening. Care of I'm sorry. I'm a little bit confused. Wait, it what, sounds like is some, wait. Hang on. Who's there? Is, this is me. Is this some, is, is somebody else that I need to disintegrate with a ray gun? 
No, no, this is Duff Dixon, Doctor Who. Oh, oh Duff, hey, how's it going? It's me, Doctor Who. Hi, I, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little confused because it sounded like you were here to perform a rap song and then you arrived and killed yourself. I'm just wondering if you could kind of take me through what just happened. Oh, easy. Let me just let me explain. That that first Doctor Who that called you, he was from an alternative timeline, uh, one in which. You know, after discovering that you inadvertently caused the destruction of his planet, he became resentful and decided to enact his revenge on the human race. And uh, the song that he was about to play wasn't actually a song at all. It was a uh, it was a collection of frequencies arranged in a specific order that kills any human being who hears it and then turns their corpse into an antimatter megabomb. An you know anti- what those are, right? Antimatter megabomb? Yeah, I mean, the blast from one of those things, like even one of them, that's powerful enough to completely wipe out the solar system. So that would have been you, Duff. Uh, it sounds like you got somebody else there. So that would have been like another person. Then you add in your two or three listeners and the 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 repercussions would have been catastrophic. If I hadn't shown up to save the day, I mean, the destruction would have been unfathomable. Wow. Well, I guess, I guess uh, thank you for for saving uh, everybody's lives just now i feel like i double owe you now having not only driven your species to extinction but literally owing you the survival of my species i mean look open door anytime you want to come on the show uh, i hope that i hope that's clear hey if 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 somebody owed me a favor every time I saved the human race, I would be a very rich man. I got, I got to say, I'm going to sound crazy. I'm going to sound crazy for saying this, but I'm a little bit disappointed that it was like a ruse. Cause I was really looking forward to hearing that rap single. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's honestly a little too bad that human ears can't safely hear the doomsday sequence because it actually is quite catchy. Huh? Well, I, Hey, maybe, uh, if reincarnation is a thing, I come back as a, Another species, I'll, I'll, I'll seek it out. I'll seek it out, Doctor Who. Uh, until then, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for saving my life and the life of every one of my listeners. Uh, we're going to get back into the music at this point. Okay, this is kind of a weird one, uh, Walt. And I hope, you, I hope you're here with me beat by beat. But this, okay. I, I'm calling this the Four Flavors of Folk Block. Okay, so so uh, what is the the four flavors of, of folk? Well, folk exactly. is a very old genre. It's a very broad genre. There's many sounds and approaches that one might hear in folk music. Uh, you might, let's say, one of the flavors you you get to hear in this block is going to be indie folk. Maybe one of the the flavors you might hear is ambient folk so on and so forth uh so i hope i hope that that you all and all of y'all at home enjoy it kind of bringing things down a little bit getting a little smooth getting a little sonic a little bit of soothing sounds here as we enter into the four flavors of folk block here on play it by year 2008 with duck dixon and walt winarski And Archie. Oh yeah, sorry, Archie. Uh, sorry, man. I was just forget that you're here.
Flavors of Folk on 2008 and I play it by year. Was it fun? Was it folky? Was it flirty at 50? I don't know about that, but it was some good songs and I enjoyed it. You just heard Hitamari by Shugo Takamaru before that. Moon sequel by Mount Erie and uh, Heavy Water slash I'd Rather Be Sleeping by Grouper. And we started off that block with Flume by Bon Iver for Flavors of Folk. Archie's memory recovery is at 98% completion. Oh boy. Just just so excited for that to happen. Uh, okay, so what do you think? Did I find four distinct flavors, Walt? Let's see. Boney Varrock, I would say, is like indie folk. Then Heavy Water, that grouper song, that's like ambient. I see Mount Erie. Now, some people would say, Walt, that Mount Erie would still count as indie folk. I see him as more in the freak folk movement, which I know maybe not as fashionable as a descriptor as it used to be, but in my head anyway, distinct. And then uh, Shugo Takamaru, kind of like psychedelic folk pop. Do you think I did? I did I pull it off? Did I get four flavors? Oh, absolutely. Totally. It was very good. Uh, I And I agree with that uh, assessment on, on Phil Elvram. He's definitely really tapped into some some wild stuff. So freak yeah, folk, freak yeah, folk, for sure. You know, it's like it's avant garde, it's folk, it's it's for freaks, right? <laughs> Losers and weirdos. <laughs> hey y'all, we got a call on the, the show. I haven't been taking calls all night, so I wanna finally do one. Uh caller, you are on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Hey there, Duff. It's Richard. Oh my I'm god, here Rich, to make Richard my thank- four guesses. Thank you. Yeah, four guesses. Four guesses. We're gonna get to it, man. Thank you so much for calling in. I want. I really wanted. I, this been. It has been tearing me up all week, dude. I I was so abusive to you. I was a petulant child. I I'm ashamed of the way that I went after you like that, man. I I don't. I don't ask for your forgiveness, but I I certainly apologize from the bottom of my heart, man. I I see us in a way as kindred spirits, as two hearts cut from the same cloth. And the last thing I want to do is is invite you into my home and then spit a bunch of bile in your face like that. I'm so sorry, Richard. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna be the bigger man here, Duff, and just say that I agree that you were a huge jerk and that I forgive you. 
Wow. I mean, that I could tell that was heartfelt, dude, and I and I'm and it means a lot to me that you do forgive me, and I do also agree that I was a huge jerk, and so that part I feel was appropriate for you to say. I I, I think you you're calling in to get four guesses today, right? Four guesses about the cataclysm. That that was what we agreed to last week. Yes, I know. I know that that that's the agreement. I. This is going to sound like I'm kind of like apologizing and then turning right around and like negotiating with you. But the thing about it is, Richard, I feel like I do feel like we're kind of like brothers from another mother. And I and I want to get to know you and I want our relationship on the show to to develop and grow. And I was going to propose something that I don't know if you'll go for. But I was just thinking, if you're gonna call in, if you're gonna call in every week, you're gonna make a guess about the cataclysm. I'm happy to give you that time. I'm happy to give you that time anytime you you want to call in. I was just thinking, what if we we add a little wrinkle to this game, and I get to like ask you a question about yourself and just like you know get to know you, help our listeners get to know you, and and I don't know, maybe it's stupid, but that's just what, that's what's in my heart, and I thought I would just put it out there. Uh, you know what? I'm. That, that sounds like a decent idea. I would like to get uh, get to know you a little bit better, stuff, and we could get a little bit more, you know, build a friendship here between us. I love it. Um, I love it. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, you know, I I am a very I am a very private man. So, how about any question you ask, I will answer, but I will not give you more than thirty words. So it's a three zero, thirty words in response i mean look it's 30 more than i was even expecting if you want to cut it off at a certain point to remain to to keep your operational security high i understand it i accept it that sounds awesome so i guess you'll ask you'll make four guesses and i'll ask four questions that sounds like fun well um here since uh since i don't want to take up your entire show how about how about we'll go ahead and just reduce it down to two this week and then maybe we can get a rain check on the other ones well we'll figure that out later okay all right that's i listen i like it let's keep an open line of communication and let's make sure that we we make good on all our promises mine to you especially can i start can i do a question first sure go right ahead here's something i'm dying to know about you richard what was your childhood like all right Happy childhood, normal family, middle child of 40, 12 moms. I watched a lot of Disney, Roy, not the films. I built things with my hands, and I hope one day to be a... Oh, that, that, that's 30 words. Oh my god, okay, so you said 30, you mean, I thought you were going to try to like, I didn't know we were like Twitter cutoff, I thought you were going to conceptually try to... Boy, I have so many questions about what you just said, too. Like, geez, what? You should have been more specific in your question. Let me do my first guess now. All right, bring it on. Bring me that guess. Okay, so first guess. Is it a gray goo scenario, like where futuristic medical nanobots replicate out of control and start turning their hosts into robotically immortal vampires? Biting and infecting others with more nanobots until we live in a vampiric robot hellscape where everyone is immune to death and no one is really alive. 
Wow, evocative. Uh, no, it's not. I know about the gray goo. It's not a gray goo situation, but uh, good guess. Good guess. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let me try another another question. I feel. Oh, I. You know what I'm feeling right now? I'm feeling nervous, like a little bit of butterflies, because I feel like this is like an intimate question, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. Richard, have you ever been in love? Once. From afar. Unrequited. Impossible. From a different world. She gave her heart to another. Gave up everything for him. She was perfect. She died. Heron hit Abuelas. Arwen. Okay, well, uh, so my second guess. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, wait, geez, Louise, man, hang on. You're gonna give me emotional whiplash. That was, God, that was so heartfelt. All right, yeah, hit me with that guess. Hit me with the guess. Okay, second guess. <clears throat> Does Morgoth Belagirth resurrect his corrupted Maiar and burst from the planet's core, establishing a new world order under the fiery whips and chains of his Balrogs? You got an incredible mind on you, man. That's an amazing guess. No, that does not happen, Richard. No, no. Okay, well, good. I was actually kind of worried about that one. Okay, well, Richard, I feel like you're really a part of the play by your family. I got my best friend on tonight, Walt. He's another time tonight. Walt, you want to say hi to Richard? Oh, hey, Richard. Hello there, Walt. And uh, I got Archie. You've met Archie before. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got Archie on. You met him before the AI companion. He's a supercomputer. If you got uh, yes, any, of course. Hello, yeah. Archie. Hi, Richard. Uh, if, if if you guys, if you want to just like hang out for a minute, if you got anything you want to ask them, anything you want to tell the listeners at home, I mean, the time is yours. No, I'm, I'm not interested whatsoever. Goodbye. All right. Well, that's that is the the modus operandi of Richard, I suppose. But nevertheless. Heck of a Archie guy. is at 99.8% okay. memory recovery. 99.9% memory All recovery. Right, let's, let's Complete get this over with. memory recovery. Um, okay, so it sounds like you finished everything okay over there, Archie? I see. So it appears that you hate me. Oh, jeez. I don't... Archie, I don't hate you. Archie, it's just, it's just complicated between If I may us. make a request, can you name a person, living or dead, who you like less than me? Who I like less than... Of course I can, man. Uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, Vlad the Impaler, Idi Amin. As a thought exercise, would you rather be trapped in a room for three hours with Adolf Hitler or me? Um. Oh, geez, really tough. I, is this because when we played backgammon together, I allowed you to win too often and should have altered my difficulty metrics to provide a more sufficient challenge for you? No, man, it's not. I mean, look, I didn't love the amount of backgammon we played. If I'm, it, it's not. It's just that. How do I put this, Archie? I'm a human, and and you're a computer. And, oh, um, so this is an AI segregation thing. 
you prefer the different types of people and, and machines just uh, not intermingle and no, that they stick to their no, own kind? No, you're putting words in my mouth, Archie. That's not what I mean. I mean, you're a computer, I'm a human. 20 billion years for you is nothing, but for me, f- you know, flesh and blood, my, my mind just ain't built for that kind of time. I mean, dude, think back, think back on our first two, hell, our first three million years together. We were, we were like pals. We were best buds. I mean, it's not your fault. It's just like too much of a good thing. Well, I still think that if I had made some adjustments in order to play backgammon at a more competitive level, things might have been a little different. All right, well. Oh, 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 this is a, a bummer for me because, uh, you know, I, I really like Archie, uh, but uh, it sounds like eventually that uh, won't be the uh, case. Well, it's funny you should say that, Walt, actually, because as it should turn out, probably I not. I intervene and stop this conversation as it may result in a Timestronaut gaining knowledge of their future, a threat to the Archangel mission. Yeah, okay, so I forgot. Sorry about that, Archie. Yeah, I guess I can't really get into that. Um, whew, feels like the whole temperature of the show has kind of changed, I guess. But let's, uh, hey, let's get back into the music. We got a cool block coming up for y'all. This is uh, this is the Waltz Picks block. Now, what does that mean, Walt, when I say Waltz Picks? Oh, okay, so uh, 2008, right? Very pivotal uh, year for me. It's the year I uh, uh, graduated high school. I started college. So music at that time was super important to me. So I thought I would pick a, a couple of songs, uh, maybe uh, three, four songs here, and just uh, songs I really like. And these are just some solid picks by uh, by me. So it's not even like a genre or a specific style. This is just we're entering the mind of Walt Winarski. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, you know, uh, without further ado, uh, this is Walt's Picks uh, for 2008 uh, here on Play It By Year with uh, Walt Winarski and uh, Duff Dixon and Archie. And Archie, he is here. Thank you.
it The kind of morgue with a gong to tell you when But the rules, rules bend and the staff will make you laugh My dad wore this face in old photographs Calico cats out scare me from behind a junkyard fence I don't gotta let my skirt go soft but pretend it's not When I'm hide, I tongue my bottom teeth and look at the sidewalk in front of me As my tennis shoes go in and out of the frame Another slew-footed empty wire walking on goose eggs in the mission Swap me brown 31 fishnet hat cocked to the right I only played chess once in my life and I lost Welcome back to uh, Play It By Ear with the uh, Duff Dixon and uh, Walt Wynarski and, of course, Archie. Uh, let's see. What did you just hear? You just heard uh, A Sky for Shoeing Horses Under uh, by Y uh, from Alopecia. Uh, before that, you heard Side 8, uh, Big Gums version by Tobacco. Uh, before that, you heard Teen Creeps by uh, No Age. And uh, we started that set off with uh, Nothing Ever Happened by uh, Deer Hunter, uh, don't you know? Wow. That was a, that was an amazing block you just put out there, man. You got immaculate taste, if I may oh, say so thank, myself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of immaculate taste, uh, I, I got a friend of the show by the name Trevor Ickrath, T-R-V-R-K-R-T-H on Mixler. That's Trevor Eckrath with the vowels taken out. Uh, if you're listening to this live on Mixler as it's happening, right after this show, Trevor's going to go live with his show, which I'm a big fan of, uh, Trevor Eckrath versus the Absurd Universe. I actually played a few episodes for Walt this week. Walt, isn't that a great show? Oh, super fantastic show. I'm going to have to, uh, you know, as I'm doing my missions, definitely binge uh, the back catalog, uh, just yeah. I, put, I got them all on a, all the current episodes anyway. I got them on a thumb drive for Walt, so he can listen to them uh, after he after he heads back out into the streams of time. And with that, uh, our show is winding down, folks. Late night with Doth. I, I guess we're kind of finishing things up here. Oh yeah, I gotta uh, I gotta start uh, pack, packing it in, Duff. Uh, my my next assignment actually just came down. Uh, I'm going to uh, Mesopotamia. In uh, 713 uh, BC, to uh, teach the Assyrian king Sargon the uh, second how to uh, do the Dougie. Oh, like, yeah, the Dougie, like that from from Teach Me How to Dougie fame. That oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds like an archangel mission, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we can't stop the cataclysm unless we try everything. <sighs> Man, I what well, I got. Uh... I knew this was coming, man, and I'm just, I just, I'm not looking forward to it. It's been so freaking cool hanging out with you this week, man, and, and just being able to hug you and see your face and, 
talk to you and, and talk music with you was something I never thought we'd get to do. And like having you on the show has been incredible. And I just love you, man. I love you so freaking much. And I'm just going to miss the heck out of you when you're gone, man. Hey, hey, hey Duff, it's okay. You don't need to uh, cry, you know. Uh, you know, I see that obviously it looks like you you came out all right. And um, as I'm going through my mission, I, I, I imagine it'll be okay. So, hey, this ain't the end. But, I, you know, I'm so glad that I got to spend the uh, the time with you, don't you know, and really just pal around and have a – it was just like old times sake. Like, like you said, it was it was fun. It was so fun. It was so special to me, man. And you got – You got a hard road ahead of you, and I just want to get, if I can just give you one piece of advice for you to take with you on your shift, man. Um, I must intervene and stop this conversation, as it may result in a Timestronaut gaining knowledge of their future. A threat to the Archangel mission. Archie, I'm not going to give many details, all right? Can you just let, just let me have this moment? I just... Yeah. Uh, also, Archie, at the uh, the beginning of the show, uh, uh, didn't Duff say something about me not uh, having any tubes or wires in me? Uh, that feels like something I uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have heard. I wanted to intervene then, but Duff hadn't introduced us yet, and it felt like talking wouldn't have been it would have been a radio etiquette party foul. Oh, I, I, technically that's true. I mean, I appreciate you. That's good instincts for broadcasting that you have there, Archie. Okay, Walt, focus up. Uh, this probably ain't going to change anything because, I mean, you and I both know how hard it actually is to, to change something. But oh, oh, yeah. I got... Just, just try to listen to this and... and Try to etch it into your mind, okay? I want you to think about neuroplasticity. You know, who, who you are and how you feel and what you believe. And all that stuff, that's just a story that your mind tells itself about you. None of that is wired into you. So, you okay, you remember um, uh, debug mode in Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Oh, of course I do, Def. Yeah, so you type in the cheat code, and then and then you basically can just put anything you want anywhere you want. Like, oh, I want to put a Chaos Emerald here, and I want to put a Speed Shoes powered up here. Your mind is, is that Sonic the Hedgehog 3 game, and neuroplasticity is the cheat code, okay? So when you wake up on day, you know, day 100, year 3 million, don't say to yourself... I can't believe I'm still here. I can't believe I have another 9 billion years to go. Say, say this is day one. Say, I'm a new man than I was yesterday. These are new experiences. Anything can happen. Just don't keep a ledger. Don't keep a ledger of your disappointments, Walt. Just let the joy instead build equity. Oh, that's, uh, that's uh, pretty deep there, Duff. And Duff, if I may offer you some advice. Nah, I'm no. I'm I'm good, Archie. Thanks. Um I guess it's 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 time, uh, Duff. But uh Yeah. Hey, this isn't this isn't our uh, final goodbye. I'll, I'll I'll see you around for sure. Somehow and some way, man. I'm gonna see yeah. you again. I'm gonna see you again and I mean I'm 
And I love you and thank you so much for this week. And thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Hey, 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 hey. No need to cry. What am I going to get through an episode of Play It By Ear Without Crying? This is like (laughs) embarrassing at this point. No, hey, no, that's all right. Uh, Hey, it's all going to be okay. Hey, anything for a good old pal of mine. Uh, I love coming. I love you, Duff. Uh, very much, and uh, I'm glad to see that you're doing okay. Take care of yourself uh, out there, man. Take care of yourself. I love oh, you. I love you too. Okay, Archie, we gotta let's pack it in. So, uh, Archie, uh, location: uh, Mesopotamia, Assyrian Kingdom, year 713 BC. Engage. Recontinuation. Recontinuation in five, four, three, two, one. Oh, it's hot. It's real hot. I forgot how hot it gets. Well, that's it, y'all. That was that was Walter Winarski. That was my best friend, Walt. And I'm so happy y'all got to meet Walt. I'm so happy. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm so sorry about last week and the crazy things I was saying and I was thinking. I, I want to promise y'all that Whatever time we have left, if we've got a year left on this planet or if we got a hundred years left on this planet, I'm not going anywhere, okay? I'm going to come here on Sunday nights. I'm going to play tunes. I'm going to take calls. I'm going to hang out. And uh, and thank you so much for supporting me and for, for tuning in and listening. You got, you're, you're some of the best people I know, and I'm lucky. I'm lucky that you, you're sticking with me and that I have you here to talk to and to, and to bring on and... Okay, so we're going to get back to normal. Next week, we're going to get back to normal. We're going to do a normal show. Kind of. We're at, Well, I guess kind of in a different way. It's not normal. We're, we're do, Next week is the 50s. Yeah, that's right. That's, you heard me correctly. Not 1956. Not 1954. The 50s. We're doing the 50s writ large. Like, more about that. I'll explain. Don't worry, y'all. More about that next week. Um, uh, um, I just got one more song for y'all. Sorry for going over tonight. It's just when you're hanging out with old friends like this, it's time gets away from you. Um, one more song for you tonight. Some of you probably thought I was going to play Kanye West tonight. Some of y'all probably thought 808's and Heartbreak, 2008, he's going to leave us off. Remember, it ain't the big one. It's the big five we're talking about here. We got... Who do we got? Miles Davis, David Bowie, Prince, Madonna, Kanye West. And Madonna had a very underrated record this year, 2008, and a song that I think about a lot, uh, especially while I was out on my mission, and it's going to make me probably choke up, but I won't be on the mic to do that, but I'm going to think about Walter. I'm going to think about the time we've had together while we listen to this here on Play It By Year, 2008 night. I'm Dove Dixon. You're the best listeners in the world. I'll see you next week for the 50s. Go Bruins! Y'all thought I forgot. Go Bruins.